welcome to season three of Inspo Podcast. This season, I'm answering your questions. So any question that I get that I think is valuable and I think that would have helped me when I first started, I'm going to give it all to you. Whether you're listening in your car or listening at home, I hope you enjoy season three of Inspo Podcast with Jenna Cash. Hey guys. Jenna Cash here from SoCo Lashes, and you are listening to Inspo Podcast, and thanks for coming back. Uh, Yeah, and we're releasing our podcast in the evening because that's just how it worked out today. I'm really trying to do weekly um, episodes, and I know I did a big burst of daily episodes, and that was so hard. Oh my gosh, but I did it. I did it through... um, I think I got through July or almost to the end of July. Anyways, my goal is to get to June 1st and I made it a little bit further past. So awesome. Um, Anyways, today we are going to talk about gift certificates. I have done an episode about this. um, So feel free to hop back and listen to that episode just in case there's something that maybe I missed on either this episode, uh, episode or the other episode. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to talk to you guys about one really fun, special, important thing. If you are going to Lash Conference or if you're thinking about it, oh my god, you have to do it. It's so fun. I know what you're thinking. Yes, it is expensive, but I am telling you, nothing replaces the value of your community. And it's really cool because, you know, here's the thing about conferences. There are thousands and thousands of people, but Lash Conference is a little different. Lash Conference is, I want to say that they're maxing at a thousand. Um, and that's, I believe this year, I think he was expecting a thousand. But the cool thing about that is it's not that big. It's big enough to where there's multiple things going on at once, but it's not too big where you know, you're intimidated to go or you're going to get lost. Um, everything is in Pasadena. It's in, I want to say, I'm not even going to say the hotel because I'm going to butcher it. I cannot remember off the top of my head what hotel it is in. Um, but it's all in one area of the hotel. It's really, really easy. It's not intimidating. Um, you can stay at the hotel for convenience. That's what we're doing. Um, and all of our educators are coming. How freaking cool is that? Um, all of our educators will be there and they they actually all got an Airbnb about 10, um, 10 minutes away from the hotel. So that's an option too, if you guys want to go in on it with people. And you know, another thing, I know a lot of people really want to go, but they're scared to go by themselves. Dude, if you want to go and you're scared to go by yourself, oh my God, go, because this is a place where you come to meet your community outside of your physical community. This is where you're going to find people who rally for you. This is where you're going to find a group of women who you're just like, but they live across the country. Okay. This is the coolest thing. It's, it is pricey. Yes. But the thing is, you guys, they're keeping it small and intimate so that, you know, it's going to be a little bit more expensive, but it's because they're not having thousands and thousands of people coming. So for me, I'm happy to pay double for a ticket knowing that there's a fraction of the people there. So kind of keep that in mind too. Um, they're trying to keep it, you know, like 
decent size. So it's not huge and overwhelming. Um, but anyways, it's so cool. Um, and if you are going, make sure you guys head back to the Lash Conference website and buy a ticket for uh, Lash Booth Collective. It is a passion project of mine that I've been working on for off and on for seven years. And I mean, okay, uh, let me, let me preface that by saying not full seven years. I'll pick it up and work on it and then put it down for a year. Um, I think I've even put it down for a two year period of time, but just something that a little piece of, you know, motivation is coming from because I really, really, really wanted to do this with the community and it's been really difficult to find um, people to do this with who are available and who have the funds to continue pouring money into this. And um, Paul and Tessany were so gracious to offer me Friday night, opening night of Lash Conference. And I'm like, dude, this is cool. Maybe, maybe I found my home here and hopefully next year we can come back and do it bigger and I think it's going to be really great. Um, and I am thinking about doing a little surprise at the end. Um, I have, um, you know, since we have all of our educators there, I was kind of talking to the girls and maybe we're going to do maybe like a little surprise workshop and everybody's going to get a certificate. So that's cool. The workshop's 99 bucks, you guys. And, um, I don't know. I just really want to teach you guys how to work together, how to budget, budgeting. Um, I'm doing a speech at Lash Conference and it's five minutes um, and it is full of juicy money tips and I'm giving you tips on how to be successful financially and um, I believe I'm kind of still like perfecting it but it's going to be as of right this moment five things to do to um, allow you to become a millionaire that is correct. So, um, if you follow these fail proof tips, you are sure to be successful anyways. Okay. So let's dive into gift certificates and kind of on the same realm as money, uh, because what happens in December, you sell a bunch of gift certificates and then everybody comes in week one, week, two, week, three in January and, you know, pays with their gift certificate, but you are left with no cash in your pocket. <laughs> so that sucks. feels like you didn't get paid, you know, even though you got this, these huge bonuses over Christmas, you know, most people just spend them. But, um, I am going to share with you what I implemented in the salon that I worked in. Um, and I did this and I taught everybody because this is how I did my gift certificates when I was just like a solo, um, uh, service provider and I worked for another company. So basically, I ran my gift certificates a bit differently than other people. And sometimes when I tell them how I did this, they say things like, I couldn't do that. You can't ask for that. No. Yep, you can. And if they don't want to do it, then they don't have to pay a gift card. No big deal. Because here's the thing. I don't trust myself. If I pay... And here's another thing, you guys. I have never, ever accepted credit card. Yeah, I've done Venmo a couple times, um, but I don't make it a habit. It is either cash or check. And have I had a check come back? Of course I have. You just contact the client and you have them come back and take care of it. It's not that big of a deal um, for the sake of not having to pay credit card fees, you guys, because if you're full-time and you're paying credit card fees, you're paying like over three grand a year. That's a vacation to Hawaii, okay? If you have two people, like a, a partner and you're splitting it and that's 3,000 each, that's a 
freaking amazing trip to Hawaii. So I just think people are wasting so much money um, and feeding the mouths of billionaires. And my whole thing when I did services and I collected payment, what I said was, if you have to put it on a credit card, that means you can't afford it. And I don't support that. I don't support people putting things on their credit card. If you can't afford it, just don't do it. Um, And that's how I have always been, you guys. Did it affect my income? No, not at all, because I only had people who were, you know, really good with their money. Um, Or, you know, people who really made it work, or when they didn't have money, they worked extra and pulled in some extra hours. But, you know, hand to God, never took a credit card. Um, And, you know, I just never had an issue with it. Okay, back to gift certificates. Um, So when we had gift certificates wanting, or people coming in wanting to purchase gift certificates, the rule was you had to pay with cash. And people go, what? You make them pay with cash? Hell yeah, I make them pay with cash because number one, I don't have a card machine. I don't do card readers. I never did. And number two, I don't want to cash a check for a gift certificate and have that bounce. And then what happens when that client comes in? That's weird. It's just, I don't, I want to avoid anything, you know, that could potentially be uncomfortable or weird or awkward. And then what do you do if the client starts throwing a tantrum and and she's embarrassed? I don't know. I've always done cash. So when somebody would come in, for example, we would have, you know, lots of boyfriends and husband coming in before, um, Christmas and before Valentine's day. And we would say, Oh yeah, we just do cash. Um, and they're like, Oh cool, cool. Okay. I'll be right back. Nobody really complained about it. So when they would come back, they would pay cash and we would say, would you like to include the tip or would you like to have them, um, include, not include the tip. And we write that on the card tip included. And then normally they say, okay, well, what's a standard tip? And we would say usually five to $10 because that, that it was a nail salon at the time, five to $10, um, per service. So if you got a pedicure, you know, a good tip is $20 uh, for, I'm so sorry, hands and toes, manicure, pedicure, $20 is a great tip. So normally they would just include the tip. So we would put tip included. Um, so they would give us the cash. We had a notebook. It was just like a spiral notebook, not a big deal. And we numbered our gift certificates. So for example, if you want to start with 100, example number one would be gift certificate number 100. And somebody comes in for a manicure pedicure, let's say. Let's do this. Let's do lashes because this is more for lash artists. Somebody comes in for a full set of lashes and you charge 200 and they give you 225 So what you would write on the gift card, I mean, I'm so sorry, on the envelope that the money is going to go into, you'd put the gift card number. You'd put the amount that was put in the gift card. So let's say they gave you 225. You would say 225 and in parentheses, you would say $200 for the full set plus $25 for the tip. Um, you would put the, um, full name of the person purchasing. We never did an ID cause they did cash, but you know, just in case they lost the gift certificate and they were like, Oh, it's under this person's name. We could find it. Um, we put who the gift certificate was for, Um, And then we put the date and whoever sold the gift card would sign it. Now, the caveat to that is if you did sell gift cards, you're responsible for that cash. So for example, if the person who did the gift card um, didn't put the cash, you know, where it belonged, they were responsible for paying that person who was ever, who who was receiving the service. Um, I'm so sorry, who's giving the service. So it was kind of like a game of like, okay, 
if you don't do gift cards, then we're not going to do gift cards for you type of thing. So everybody ended up pitching in. Um, we had a lock box. So there would be a slit. So they would just drop the money envelope that aligned with the gift certificate number into the money box. And the spiral notebook would have the same exact information. So gift certificate number 101, it would say the price, it would say the tip, if it was included or not, how much the tip was, the person who purchased it for the gift, the person who was receiving it, the date, and then the person who actually sold the gift card. So the lash artist who was there who sold the gift card. When that client uh, would come in to redeem her gift card. You know, she books an appointment. She says, hi, I have a gift card. She would then hand the gift card to somebody. Um, and chances are we had already double-checked that gift card um, when they booked the appointment because we had a, one or two times somebody come in and try to use a gift certificate twice, um, which is why it's so nice to have this written down. So if they say, oh, hi, my name is Samantha and I have a gift card and we say, okay, cool, what can we have your number? And they say, oh, it's 242. And we say, oh, you know what? It looks like that gift card was um, used on this date already. So unfortunately, that's not that's no longer valid you know because you have people that come in and say oh my gosh I have a gift card I lost it and you say no problem what's your name and who bought it that's how we found it if somebody lost their gift card because that does happen um so that's how we avoided accepting a gift card that had already been accepted um, or redeemed um, and then when they would come in with their gift card, we would accept, um, take the gift card. Usually we did at the end of the service and we would, um, make sure to check in the, um, notebook and we'd line it up with the gift certificate number and, you know, make sure that the service matches up. And then what they would do would, um, they would put that on my desk and say, okay, this is redeemed. So that when that was redeemed, I would go into the Dropbox, find the envelope that, that card, uh, that gift card matched with, and I would then pay the girl out. So it was nice because it was kind of, it kind of acted like a, um, a little savings account. And, um, it was cool because nobody ever had, you know, four people coming in in one day and not getting paid. Um, I was the only person who had access to it. So, you know, um, we do, I always work on the honor system, but when it comes to things like that, um, I try to avoid any mistakes before, you know, they can happen. And I don't want to put anybody in a predicament or a situation that, um, you know, can possibly lead to anything, <laughs> you know, tumultuous. So we avoided many things with having the lockbox. Um, and it worked out really well because, you know, you hear all of these people who are coming in to our salon receiving services, you know, who work at other salons and they would be like, fuck man, I had like four people come in this week and that sucked. And then all of us were like, dude, you should do gift cards this way. But you know, it was already too late because they're in November. So if you do lashes and you have four full sets that come in in one week, redeeming gift certificates, and you aren't paying yourself as you're doing the service, that sucks. That could really put you behind, you know? Um, so I hope that this episode kind of enlightened <laughs> gift certificates and took a little bit of pressure off of you for November, um, January, you know, after everything is being cashed out. And, you know, the thing is, the thing that I've always learned was that all of these problems are so easy to fix. 
usually the most difficult things or the most stressful or annoying um, things like gift certificates are so easy to avoid, you know, having issues to begin with. So I think it's really nice when you work in a salon. I worked in a salon for eight years before I opened up my own place because I wanted to avoid as many mistakes as I could. And, you know, for some of you, you know, owning a business making mistakes is expensive. It's mistakes are expensive. And, you know, I learned very quickly with the gift cards that that is how I did it because my first year, um, I learned the hard way and, you know, it's like, I feel like for myself and I know a lot of you too, we kind of have to learn the hard way. You know, it's like, um, I knew some of the girls who were like, Oh, I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, that gift card thing like you guys are doing and then they ended up doing it because they're like ah I'm scared um and you know every January everybody was so grateful that they did this um and you know what's really cool sometimes gift certificates just sit for so long we've had gift certificates sit for two years and then you finally get paid out and you're like oh my god that's so cool I totally forgot that was in there Um, So that's really nice too. And something to know about gift certificates, they can't ever expire. Yes, they can devalue. You know, for example, if back when your prices were, um, let's say, you know, $35, or if you're running a special, you always want to make sure that you put the value of the gift card on, um, on the card. So for example, we didn't say full set. We said $200 and in parentheses, we would put a $25 tip is included. Um, and I know that kind of like ruins the magic when somebody comes in and, um, you know, we put the dollar value on the gift certificate, but that's really for us because we have a lot of girls who run specials all the time. So if they're doing a hundred dollar full set special and in two years, their full sets two fifty, and these people only paid a hundred dollars. Well, that's not going to work. You know, it's a hundred dollar gift certificate. So always put the value of it on the date that you, um, uh, sell your gift card because things like that do happen. And it's such a shame because, you know, that's something that I personally had to learn the hard way because I didn't write, um, the price. And sometimes they come in a couple of years later, um, and you know, they redeem it and you're like, ah, shit, I just had to do a half price service because they didn't write the value of it. Darn it. So, um, you know, lesson learned, hopefully you guys can learn through my mistakes and, you know, take what I learned and, was able to implement in my salon and hopefully that you can you can take that and implement that in your own business and maybe help other people implement that in their business I think you know the coolest thing is sharing knowledge and you know we're we have restructured our um, education program and you know we used to have these huge classes that included everything and the thing is what I realized is everything has been made to be so complicated, so complicated. So I am focusing on our education and really, really simplifying it. And when people say, oh, do you, do you talk, go over Instagram on your lash class? I say, no, we just do the lash class. Oh, you don't do like business or marketing? No, it's a lash class. Oh, you don't do photography? No, it's a lash class. And they say, well, why don't you offer that? And my answer is because I offer that for free all the time. So if you want to learn those things, head to our YouTube channel, 
watch our reels, read our posts. I give all of that information out for free anyway. So it just seems silly to take the valuable time out of a lash class where I could be teaching somebody something um, about perfecting what they are there to learn. And let's get real, you guys. Instagram is a fucking madhouse. Instagram, dude, I still don't know what's up with Instagram. I think that, I'm going to be honest, I think that we got lucky. I think for whatever reason, we grew why we grew. But, you know, if you go to everybody's page, I think, I think it's like, Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we grew fast. I don't. Maybe, I, I don't know. Because here's another thing. They say you have to show your face on social media. No, didn't do it. I didn't do that for years, you guys. I didn't do it because I hate it. Even still, like, it's like, I feel like, you know, the episode of Friends where they have to end up putting Joey in Chandler and Monica's um, engagement photos. And <laughs> God, I hate pictures. Fucking hate them. I hate being behind camera. And it's interesting because you'll find if you own a business, you are always behind the camera. And it's so, ugh. My oldest daughter, when she was little, she used to call it shrinking. (laughs) When your shoulders go up and you're like, ugh. She said, I was shrinking. (laughs) And that's how I feel. I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I hate this. So you don't have to show your face. Um, something else, here's a, here's a free tip. You don't even really have to be consistent once you get going. I, if you look at my page, uh, the last thing that I am is consistent. Um, but I hope that the content that I produce, you know, gives some value and maybe people get to know me a little bit more cause I, um, ramble and I talk too much. So that's cool. And you know, last year, talk about lash conference again, last year at Lash Conference, I was kind of ashamed because Paul was like, oh, everybody that's doing um, a podcast, you guys can come up and introduce yourself. And I was so ashamed because I was like, shit, I have not released an episode in like five months. And my answer was like, hey, my season two is going to be starting. And that's true. Oh, two, two, I think it was season three. My next season is going to be starting in January. So I can't wait to start that again. So you know, I kind of played it off. I'm good at like last minute, save my ass <laughs> remarks. But really consistency is not what I am. I am consistent in my business on the inside of my business. And I think that that's, that, that is what really counts. Um, but you know, honestly, you guys fuck social media, people are going to find you. Don't worry about it. And I will tell you this when we have the most incredible days, like we have some reels that have like over half a million views Those are the days that we sell the least amount of product, I swear. Those are the days that we like get no messages. We're just getting comments and views. That, I will tell you, does not equal income. And it's interesting because like, for example, um, I have not been posting regularly for, this is honestly the first time in a long time where I have not posted daily. And I have done this since since the beginning. So like, let me think here. 20, when did we start SoCo? We started SoCo in 2016 and it was like a mashup of things. I didn't even know what it was going to be yet, but I think I started being consistent in like 2017, you know, cause 2016, I was kind of trying to figure things out, but I, I struggled with it and it was really hard. And once you get in the habit, it's fine to be consistent, but now oh my God, I'm like so busy. I'm like doing 10 different things, 10 different things over here and, you know, wearing all the hats, which I know you guys are doing too. 
So what I will say is don't fucking worry. And honestly, I said it before and I'm going to say it again. Fuck Instagram. Instagram fucking sucks. It's like if you have so many people who chose to follow you, Instagram should hook you up and let people see the things you fucking post. And um, sorry, so many F words, <laughs> but I'm like, fuck those people. They don't give a shit. You see people who lose their Instagram accounts. They don't care. So what I have learned is like, whatever, I'll enjoy Instagram while it's there, but it's like, I don't know you guys. I don't, uh, we have our email list and our, um, my God, no, my fucking God, cat, cats, swear to God. Um, we have our, in, uh, um, our, our, now I just have a brain fart. God damn it. Squirrel. Um, we have our email list. We have our YouTube um, followers now. And you know what's so crazy? Um, when you, it seems like when you stop fucking worrying about everything, everything starts to get easy. And it's the weirdest thing because like last week, I think I posted maybe once or like I, I had like a five day gap or something like that, maybe a four day gap. And I didn't even realize it because it's just been go, go, go. But we had the biggest fucking days in sales and I posted nothing, nothing. So does Instagram help? I mean, probably maybe. Yeah, I actually, yeah, it does help. But posting nonstop religiously, it doesn't do anything you guys. So don't stress out about it. You know, I had all of these theories before and I do think that they used to work, but you know, I think people are spending money on like Instagram, what works. And I think it's all bullshit. I think it's all, um, like what people did, you know, three years ago. But if anybody knows anything about Instagram, nothing about Instagram is consistent. And you know, once you have it figured out, they change everything. And I don't think that even they really <laughs> know what makes sense. I think that they do random mashup algorithm, you know, swap outs or something. I have no idea, you guys. Um, I'm over reels though. I'm not a fucking videographer and probably neither are you. Um, and yeah, just stop putting 110% into something that is proven doesn't make a difference. Instagram, here, you want some free business? advice in your lash class. Here you go. Instagram is to connect with people. Instagram should be the initial handshake and then you, you can direct them where you want to go. Like your website. That's it. Post, post what you want to post. Um, stop worrying too much because I, I bet you're doing really, really great. You guys, I bet you're doing wonderful. I bet your hard work is paying off. And I just, if I can say one thing, do what feels right to you and don't worry about other people giving you advice because I'm going to be honest, like we get people asking us all the time and my answer is I don't, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Not a clue. I don't know. Cause I don't do anything consistently, consistently and we grow. So don't know. Don't worry about it. You're doing great. Um, and if you want one more piece of business advice, I would say focus on saturating your your little teeny tiny town or the area that you're in and allow people to fall in love with your mission and what you're doing and once you realize that what you're doing isn't about you when you realize it's about a whole other picture and what that is people start to see that and this this is what allows other people to grow your business for you all right I'll see you guys next time
Hey guys, editing Jenna here. I forgot to mention one really important thing. Um, another added bonus of doing gift certificates this way helps eliminate when people leave your salon. So if somebody comes in for Jessica for a manicure pedicure that's paid for and Jessica moved, you know, four hours away, what do you do, right? You're going to have them contact Jessica and then it's going to be, you know, she's going to have to pay them back or who knows if she'll contact them back. So this was another way um, or rather reason that <clears throat> it really worked out for us because we did have turnover. You know, every year we'd have one, you know, maybe three girls come in and out and go start their own salon or move away or whatever. Um, and then the second reason was because sometimes when people would sell a gift certificate, let's say that they did a full set and they're full, their books are full and they're like, I don't have, I have zero appointments opening open in the evening and she needs reoccurring every two weeks, six o'clock appointments. That gift card can now be paid off to somebody else who is accepting um, appointments because it's not always just our clients that come in. It's, you know, our clients who buy a gift card for their mother and they don't really particularly mind who they go to so long as they're doing a great job. So anyways, I just wanted to add that. I forgot to mention that before um, because we had a few instances where somebody came in to use a gift card to the Loft at the Boulevard Salon with, let's say, Stacy, and Stacy doesn't work there anymore. Stacy moved out of state two years ago, and now, you know, I was the owner, so of course I would, you know, um, redeem the gift card and, you know, make that work, but this just avoids or and or eliminates any issues that you might have to deal with in the future. And like I said, if I've learned anything, it's just from learn from other people's mistakes because it's it all kind of hits you at once. And it's like, you know, if this does happen, you know that all four of those people are coming in on the same week. And if you're the owner, you're the one that's going to have to deal with that. And it's kind of, you know, just to save some face and reputation of your son, of course, you're going to redeem those and, um, you know, let them use the gift cards. But just another reason that I forgot to mention, but... This is really, really nice if you um, are a salon who has um, booth renters. And if the, there is a case where somebody doesn't want to do that, just make sure that the salon name is not located on their gift cards at all. So that in the future, if something like this does happen, nobody at the salon is responsible for redeeming a gift card that nobody was paid for. Uh, okay, hope you liked the added bonus in there. Jenna Cash here with Inspo Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you to everybody who has supported this podcast. Thank you to everybody who has shared this on your Instagram stories. Thank you to everybody who has told your friends about this podcast. It is fulfilling something that I didn't know needed fulfilling. And I, I'm so grateful from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And feel free to leave a five-star review, leave a written review. And if you didn't like this podcast, uh, don't, don't leave a review. Just go ahead and give it a five-star because I made the effort. <laughs> um, but really, thank you. Thank you for your time. I know time is invaluable and you can't ever get it back. So every minute that you've listened to one of my episodes, thanks, man. If you know somebody that you think that this episode could help, take a screenshot and share it on your story for me. Or if you could, give me a five-star rating and leave a written review. Appreciate it, you guys.